Hello and welcome to a new episode of Physiological. Hi! 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 As you may have heard in the trailer, we are going to clear up the most typical cliches about physiotherapy for you. The most common one we would like to start with is massage. I think we all know the situation. You take a look at your plan, seeing who's next and notice that our typical patient is going to be treated. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. The one that comes in and says, oh, you know, my back hurts so much. I think I just need a massage and then everything will be better. Of course. Totally. And when it is your first patient of the day, you may think, all right, easy start for my work day. But if you hear the same from all your other patients on that day, you start to sigh. Physiotherapists are still seen as masseurs. Oh yes, I agree. And when you get asked what your job is about, most people ask, are you doing massages the whole day? Your fingers must hurt. But as discussed in far more than a massage, we are doing a lot more than just massaging. The same is with passive techniques. From time to time, it is nice to just do a massage or passive technique like friction or passive mobilization. And sometimes it is even required or the only thing you're allowed to do. But to get a patient fit in the long run, you also have to do exercises like weight training, balance training and so on. As Jackie will tell you later on, there are many women who are working as physiotherapists. And additionally to the massage cliché, most women experience mistrust when doing a massage. Yeah, I can understand that. They often ask, do you even have the strength to really grab my muscles and can you really need my back? Yeah, exactly. But the muscles of the fingers are just like the muscles of the whole rest of our body. They get stronger when you use them. So also petite women can have strong fingers to do a massage. Oh yes, I agree. All of us may know these kind of sentences, especially at birthday parties and family celebrations, when they have a painful spot. And then it goes this way. Oh, Marit, would you have a look at my back? Or, oh, Marit, my neck muscles are so tense. Do you know what I can do about it? So, even in our free time, we can't get rid of work. Uh, sorry, Anna, you look like you're having a question. Uh, yes, thank you. Actually, I do. Marit mentioned free time earlier, and I've got a question about it. So, guys, are you doing sport regularly in your free time? Yeah, sure. Yeah, not regularly. Mm -hmm. mm, yes, I do. Okay. I have to say, for me, it's a from time to time. Sometimes I'm really into it and I train four times a week, but there are other times where I train very rarely to not at all. So here's the cliche we are talking about, that all of us physiotherapists are sporty spices. We live in our sports clothes, don't we? <laughs> Probably not. No, absolutely not. Yeah, okay. In my mind, in our profession, as well as in a lot of other jobs, it is very beneficial to train regularly, to have a healthy work-life balance. Furthermore, I think the opportunity to integrate training into your day at work depends on the setting where you are working. So, Jackie, you are working in a practice, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, would you say that your daily work includes time for your own training? Mm, sort of. Uh, when there's a young patient, for example, with an ACL injury, I not only show them the correct exercise, I do it together with them. It increases the motivation to another level. But with the older generation, I cannot do anything like that. Yeah, okay. I see. 
and uh, Marit, what about you? Did you work in an internship, for example, in a rehabilitation clinic? Did you include sport in your daily work? Actually, it's a yes. I taught many sport courses like Nordic Walking or the Early Sport Club, where I was also an active part of the group. Oh, that sounds great! You see, there are differences between the working settings, so you can't say that a physiotherapist is doing sport all day. What we are doing in our free time depends on ourselves and our motivation like everyone else's. No, not all physiotherapists are sporty spices. I mean, I wish. But I think <laughs> especially we know how important movement is to maintain our body function. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Anna. So the next one is a very old-fashioned and outdated one. But I guess it's one of the most frequent sentences I've ever heard when patients talk to my younger colleagues. And more often than not, all white men say, isn't it only a job for women? Oh, wow. Yeah, and there's this with a very aggressive and skeptical tone in their voice. But to answer the question, no, it's not only a job for women. Uh, I was extremely shocked when I first heard that question and I couldn't understand the reasoning behind it. But I guess it has something to do with the history of women and our status in the society. So for all of those who believe it's only a job for women, I recommend actually going into a physiotherapy practice and then you will get your answer. Ah, and fun fact by the way, um, most of the milestones in physiotherapy were written by men, especially in the past. So since the 19th century, uh, women have been getting more chances to study or learn physiotherapy. Before this time, many priests were doing <laughs> these jobs, uh, for example, in Thermal Springs. That's interesting. I didn't know about that. Yeah. But in my practice, it's half men, half women. So it really is a cliche. Yeah, I think it's not close to reality at all. Yeah, sure. Um, Good, we're coming to the last cliche for today and I guess every physiotherapist has received some presents or especially some chocolate for a successful treatment mm -hmm. or therapy <laughs> and some of you maybe already know what I mean. It's about the extremely popular messy chocolate. No. <laughs> for those who don't know what it is, uh, Messi is a brand of small chocolate sticks available in various packaging sizes. So you can buy these in literally all supermarkets that spring to mind. Yeah, and Messi is the French word for thank you, just in case you didn't know. Uh, <laughs> So let us assume that Grandma Maya wants to express her gratitude. Normally we get some Massey chocolate because it's just a wonderful package and it says everything she wants to say. Yeah, how lovely. <laughs> True. And here comes the most important part of the whole point. And shout out to everyone listening to this podcast right now. We can't see Messi anymore. Uh, when you want to express your gratitude with, for example, something sweet, maybe you could bring us something else. This would be lovely. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. And for me, I would like to receive some fresh fruit. Fina, what about you? Oh, that's easy. For me, it is a cake. Hmm. Uh, oh, uh, the cake would perfectly fit to a tea. So I guess I would appreciate getting a good tea. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. 
we have come to the end of our episode for today. We hope you enjoyed it and got an insight into some cliches connected with physiotherapy and their background. Thanks for listening. Have a nice day and stay tuned for the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. Physiological is a task-based English language project created at Hochschule Bremen City University of Applied Sciences in association with the Languages Centre of the Universities in Bremen. Particular thanks go to the students of our physiotherapy degree course for their ideas and for their boundless enthusiasm. They prove that the magic really starts at the point where we leave our comfort zones and the future of the profession is definitely in good hands. The series was produced by Jeremy Hukwe and Elizabeth Stewart, with content advice from Professor Annika Schwarz and from Philip Thies. Why not follow us now to make sure that you don't miss the next episode? See, See you, you soon! soon. Every one of us knows pain and has experienced it once in our life. We would like to show you that pain is a normal process of our bodies and it is really nothing bad at all. It is important for us to understand that pain is actually the body's preventive mechanism. It is the body's way of telling us to stop what we are doing and prevents injuries. You could say it's an unpleasant way to keep us alive. In our upcoming podcast we will explain to you what pain is and what happens in your body when you experience it.